you'll be pleased to know the garden is already tucking itself up for the autumn. The hazel is losing its leaves and looks rather spindly. The shadows of its corkscrew branches sometimes catch the corner of my eye and for a second I imagine it as something otherworldly. We've always adored that tree, haven't we? Morris used to love curling up under there after a hard day's work, chasing birds or falling leaves. Though, in his ripe old age, his mind was a little more ambitious than his legs allowed him to be. Our bed of dahlias is still going strong. Café au lait this year. The lad at the garden centre recommended them to me. I'm glad I followed his recommendation. They're quite something. Very luscious. But with all the heavy rain we've had, their heads are heavy and I can barely cut the stalk without the flower dropping off with a splat. And if I do manage to pop any into a vase, I'll often spot a little snail who has snuck deep into the petals. One morning, I found three or four tiny snails creeping their way out of the cut flowers, sliding over my kitchen counters to the sink. I'm afraid I don't have much gossip to share from Eastbourne Road. But do you remember me telling you about the red trouser man who lives across the street from me? The one who is always pressing his belly up to his second floor window whenever there's a commotion outside. Well, he's been at it again. Today, on a wander to Clissold Park, I spotted his bare stomach up against the glass, his phone sticking out of the top sash, taking photographs of a traffic jam. I passed those warring neighbours too. They're still banging on each other's doors, demanding they both, Keep the noise down! But in the process, they managed to make more noise than there was in the first place. There must have been something in the air today, putting everyone on edge. September is still bright and fairly warm, so perhaps the leftover heat is frazzling our neighbours' brains. You used to feel it at this time of year too. Do you remember? Always snapping at those foxes, especially when it was hot. Anyway, this new neighbour, one of the warring ones, well, she looks rather fancy, as you'd say. She's been here several months now, but she's new in the sense that she hasn't tried to get to know any of us. But that's more common these days, I suppose. Ever since she moved in, she's had the builders round. Thankfully, they left the other day, for good. I breathed a sigh of relief when they packed up their skip. It was all so noisy. All that banter, the clattering of rubble. If Fraser had still been here, he'd have been yapping out the window at them every morning, trying to join in with their out-of-key singing, I reckon. The house itself is almost unrecognisable. It's painted navy with a duck-egg blue door which apparently is very on-trend, according to Jenny. In fact, I suppose the whole of Stoke Newington is starting to look more and more trendy. Everything is manicured too. Front gardens are all minimalist, decorated with little olive trees and bay trees in pots. 
polished tiles, painted doors and bin stores. Yes, little sheds for the bins. I know we kept it nice when it was our time, but it was different, wasn't it? We were always sweeping, painting and tidying. We did what we could. And Prem loved making things, practical things. That chair, he was so proud of it. I imagine he'd have made a fantastic bin store if that was in vogue at the time. The main difference between now and then, however, is the fact that I barely know a soul who lives behind those perfectly painted doors. I should start to chat more, invite people into the garden, I guess. <laughs>